I'll continue reading from Fritjof Schuon's The Stations of Wisdom, page 150. But beside this repose, in our initial equilibrium, or in our existential perfection, there is a positive tendency that is converse, a going out of oneself in active mode. This is fervor, confident and charitable faith. It is the melting of the heart in the divine warmth, its opening to mercy, to essential life, to infinite love. Man in his fallen state is closed to the mercy which seeks to save him. This is hardness of heart, indifference towards God and the neighbor, egoism, greed, mortal triviality. Such triviality is, as it were, the inverse counterpart of hardness. It is the fragmenting of the soul among sterile facts, among their insignificant and empty multiplicity, their desiccating drab monotony. It is the chop and change of, quote, ordinary life, where ugliness and boredom pose as reality. In this state, the soul is both hard like stone and pulverized like sand. It lives among the dead husks of things and not in the essence which is life and love. It is at once hardness and dissolution. Wholly different from this dissolution is the spiritual liquefaction of the ego. This is fervor, intense unification of the movements of the soul in an upsurge of faith in the divine mercy. It is also the warm, gentle quality of spring, or that of fire melting ice and restoring life to frozen limbs. Charitable acceptance of the neighbor is a necessary manifestation of this alchemical liquefaction of the heart. It is, as it were, the criterion of that tendency or state of the intelligence and the will which we can call love of God. This is so, firstly, because egoism, which is a form of petrifaction, is compensated and overcome by every going outside ourselves, and secondly, because God appears in our neighbor. In other words, one must love God not only in losing oneself, but also in recognizing him in others. This spiritual quality is like fire which burns and liquefies, or like blood which gives life to bodies from within. It is also like love or wine which produce intoxication and seem to bring everything back to the essences, or like the red rose whose colour burns and whose perfume is inebriating. Besides its active aspect, founded on the conviction that God surely responds to our fervour, this station includes a passive aspect, founded on the melting of the heart in the divine warmth. There is in the second attitude, as it were, a noble sadness, 
something related to the gift of tears and the path of mystical love. It is like nostalgia for the beauty of the loved one. Joy and melancholy meet in fervour, as beatitude and sobriety, or hope and resignation, meet in peace. There's a footnote number four after the statement. Besides its active aspect founded on the conviction that God surely responds to our fervour, the footnote reads, Knock, and it shall be opened unto you, says the Gospel. Fervour is in fact affirmed by tirelessly repeated appeals, as several passages of the New Testament bear witness. <laughs> 